0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast. Get educated or be enslaved.
1: Episode 1240, air date June 20th, 2023. Uh, it'll end, but if you want to stick around, just if you want to say you know thank you afterward, if you want to, it's up to you. But just to let you know, I'm, it's not I don't drop off right before. And then uh, in general, is there any other titles you'd like to you like to be introduced with? I've just you know, what you have on your you know, engineer scientist, PhD kind of thing, doctor. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Welcome to The Last American Vagabond. I'm honored today to be joined by Dr. Shiva, engineer, scientist, PhD, MIT, to discuss his presidential candidacy and some other very interesting discussions that we've seen uh, Twitter in general, this discussion of the swarm, the elite kind of circles. I was very excited to get into this uh, with him today. So welcome to the show, Dr. Shiva. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very Thank you for joining me, because I know there's a lot going on, and with, especially with a presidential candidacy, um, I'm honored to have you join today and get into some of these topics, because I know this is very contentious, more so than ever. Um, so I'd like to start today with something that actually caught my attention in regard to uh, a whiteboard you recently did, and I wanted to go over kind of what you thought, that what that what why that's important to the average person and what it means, and then we can get into some general conversation about your candidacy. And so this was on what you called the Swarm. And this is something that I think is so very important. I'm sure there's a few parts in there that I may disagree with in, in, in some smaller parts, but overall I thought it was very well done and very important to kind of show the average person why we don't really understand how most everything works. So if you could, and I know it's a big topic, so maybe give a truncated version of like what you think that is and why it's important to the average person. And uh, and I'll include the tweet for people to look at so they can watch the full display.
0: Um, so how do I address you? What's
1: your first name? Uh, my name is Ryan. Ryan Christian. Ryan.
0: So, Ryan, I think the key thing is, you know, when I did that video on the swarm and I, you know, I'm a systems guy, I, I've analyzed systems my whole life and systems science is actually a field. And what we need to understand is that the elite actually studies this as a science. And most people um, are unaware that those in power actually have very, very sharp people who are understanding the science of systems which really is based on nine engineering principles, which they learn at places like the Kennedy School of Government. People learn it at Fletcher School of Law and Diplomacy. And this is sort of the training that people get who advise most of the uh, leaders or or the trillionaires of the world. And that science of systems is about having a goal, having the ability to uh, sense where things are going, where you are today, and then making very powerful decisions to send inputs into what we call a system that results in the um, goals that you want. So those in power want power, profit and control, which is what I started with. And the question I asked in that video was how is it a few people um, have this ability to, to you know, rule the lives of eight billion people in, in the world's population today? And this question is never really asked. In fact, what's uh, relentlessly told to people from the time they're born is, well, that's just the way they're, that that is. you know. They have religious reasons for this, they have economic reasons, philosophical reasons that 0.001% of people, 600 billionaires in today's world are going to control you. And that's just the way it is. And in fact, it, it goes even further. They convince people that you, if you want change need to look to the elites or one of their agents who talk the talk like a Trump or a Robert Kennedy, all of who are frankly, scumbags is a technical term I use, who are part of the swarm. And what's happened over decades, probably starting since the 1950s, particularly in the United States, and and globally, uh, and consolidated in 1970, was in reaction to bottoms-up people's movements, which is the only force that has ever changed the world, the elites have created this notion in people that the only way you can change the way things are is by coming to us. Now, two ways, uh, when you look at the swarm diagram, it is not just The elites are not just, you know, a particular religion or they're not a particular banking group or they're not a particular group called Big Pharma. It's a complete um, integration, quote unquote, a telepathic integration of multiple entities. The top 100 university professors in the world, you know, the top 100 uh, bankers, right? The uh, agents in Hollywood. It's a whole thing. And everyone should go through that video. But the front end of that swarm They have two ways to control people is one, the obvious establishment, which basically uses fascism and direct control when they can get away with it. But the elites have created something called the not so obvious establishment that we create, that I teach people now in our systems training, uh, at our Institute for Truth, Freedom, Health. And we're educating people to understand the not so obvious establishment is the real devils because those in power have very sophisticated ways of sensing where the trajectory of people are headed. And in response to that, they create the not so obvious establishment. So Robert F. Kennedy, as I call him, I have great, great anger for this guy because once you understand this, you realize what a scumbag he is, or Donald Trump, or you recognize that the establishment has the obvious shoulders of the establishment, like the left and the right, sort of the McConnell's, uh, you know, or the the Clintons on the on on the left and the right, but they cannot survive because. After a while, people start awakening to the truth. And when they do that, they call on the wings of that bird of the establishment. So they have the left wing, the AOCs, of Bernie Sanders, the Robert Kennedys. On the right, they had the Tea Party. And then more recently, they brought in Trump. And these wings of the establishment mouth the words. They copy a lot of the stuff we do, literally restate it. But they are used to drive people back into the establishment. So that's the swarm. And the swarm's goal is to ensure people are disconnected, divided, but most importantly, look to them. And one of the ways they do this is they attempt to make people like myself who come from below invisible. But they ha- they're having a s- significant problem because during 2020 and 2019, we got the word out to about a half a billion people. we built now a movement. And that's why they're so... Uh, consolidating on promoting a guy like Robert Kennedy or a guy like Trump. It is in direct response to the fact that they know that the hard work that we've been doing is to support a true bottoms up movement. So that's what we discussed in that video. And we talked about how the end goal is to make people, you know, obese to make, make people quote unquote, dumb and ignorant, but most importantly, make people divided and disconnected. And then they they're very clever. They'll also bring in some fool like Kennedy who'll say, heal the divide. Well, there is an us versus them. You cannot heal these fundamental contradictions. And most importantly, you cannot look to them. You can't look to a guy who, you know, can get away with arrests, whose families can murder people and rape and pillage people and get away or have golden-plated toilet seats. And looking to them is one of the fundamental brainwashing of the swarm, Ryan.
1: Yeah. And thank you. That was really, you really did encapsulate most of all of that. And I know it was a really long video, so that wasn't easy, but or long in the sense of information dense, I would argue, but that it, it's I, the, you mentioned the 200 top CEOs. I think that was the correct number and how this all works. Yeah, about it was,
0: well, it's a global, yeah, it's not, oh, again, it's not, excuse a, Yeah, it's, it's the way I like people to think about it. If you ever watch an ant hill, if you ever seen one, an ant hill is not any one ant, it's the hill. If you see right. a flock of birds, you know, over the ocean, they're all moving together. And this is, you know, uh, in system science- That's what you
1: meant by the telepathic part of it, right? Yeah, the the, idea the, is kind in of fact, in,
0: in system science, this is called swarm intelligence. Okay. And um, it's a very interesting phenomenon. It's called an emergent property in system science. So it's not like you can say, oh, that's a person. This is a person. It's all of this interconnected uh, swarm. That's what they are. It's literally a swarm. But they need these very particular aspects of the swarm to make them successful, right? Just like you need the queen bee and the worker bees and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, and one of the important things to recognize in this aspect is it's always about misdirecting people back into the swarm and giving having people entertained. If you see this ridiculous debate, another swarm member, Joe Rogan, who is an opportunist Maximus and he needs to be fully exposed, he always watches which way the wind blows, and then comes in because he's got increase to increase Spotify viewers, right? He just got a two hundred million dollar contract, so he creates. I mean, think about where Musk and uh, and who the people Rogan all hang out with. They hang out with guys like Ari Emanuel, who owns WWE for six point two billion. He just bought it. He owns UFC. He owns all the. He owns uh, William Morris Agency, and they own all the political theater. They. Liter- he's literally the agent for Trump. So these people see the masses and I've heard them say this. You know, the masses are asses. So they have very little disregard for people like me and everyday people. Their goals to manipulate people is to do shows for them. The 600 billionaires who made $2.3 trillion during the pandemic, are you telling that these people really care about us? So they now want to run a debate between one idiot, Kennedy, who on one mouth says he's pro-vaccine and wants full vaccination. And then he says he's going to somehow take this corrupt institution which he attacks and he's going to get him to make safe vaccines and hotez who knows nothing about immunology and here you have me who has been educating people for 20 years about this did the most important videos in 2020 called out fauci while kennedy was calling for lockdowns and then he makes a book which is stolen for most of my material a year later after all the disaster taken place do you think the billionaire class really wants to see themselves get taken down? No. So they're now doing a debate for the masses to keep them entertained with one POS, Kennedy, and another doofus, Hotez. And none of these people, they want to make it vax versus anti-vax. They do not want to understand the fundamentals of the immune system. And both of them, Ryan, want to have government in your bodies. If you really look at Kennedy, and this is what All these Kennedy star fuckers are forgetting. Kennedy wants, I mean, he endorsed Hillary Clinton, pro-Monsanto, pro-GMOs as early as 2016. This is not that far away. Then he came to Massachusetts and he endorsed his nephew who was running for Senate for, you know, uh, who's a pro-vaccine mandate, rabid pro-vaccine mandate guy. And then in Mm -hmm. 2022, everyone had to be vaccinated with the mRNA vaccine proof before coming to his house, and then he blames his wife. I mean, this is so ridiculous. You have to be fucking stupid to believe that this guy's fighting for you. And then they have Trump over here who I supported, right? Put a lot of signs up for him, gave him money, who was basically brought in to manipulate the white working class back into the establishment. Both Kennedy and Trump supported lockdowns. Strict lockdowns. So what our campaign is about, and the reason I'm running for president is because it's time people have one of us. You know, it's rare when someone like me, who's supposed to have gotten all this education, all this knowledge, you know, guys like me are supposed to basically sell out and forget where I came from. I've never forgotten that, Ryan. And so my entire existence has been to understanding these systems dynamics. And that's what that video was really about because it's, uh, it's very, very important people raise their consciousness and recognize that their livelihood is going down. I mean, if you see the graph since 1980 till today, American life expectancy is going like this, right? right. And that's brought to you by Democrats and Republicans, Kennedys and Trumps, Bidens Absolutely. and Clintons, and people. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I think, I think, you know, my, you know, we have so many people. The good news is people are breaking from Trump and Kennedy. This is a very high state of consciousness, and that's why they're ramping up Kennedy. They do not want independent movements. Mm-hmm. They want people to suck up to Kennedy. They want more people to think he's some fighter. The guy's an absolute nut job. He's a demon.
1: I, I definitely, there's a lot of questions I'd love to ask in regard to that one topic. Maybe we can reconnect on that, but for interest of time, I, I, I'd like to get into some questions in general. Yeah, let me just stance. make one
0: point. Have you noticed oh, yeah, a lot of the, the, the grifters and podcasters are sucking up to Kennedy like they sucked up to Musk, even though Musk mm-hmm. still maintains the backdoor portal into Twitter?
1: I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, go ahead. So,
0: so you have the, the this sort of penta group of Trump, Joe Rogan, Fucker Carlson, uh, you know, Elon Musk, and Kennedy all being promoted as a frontman as saviors of humanity, hmm. and they're all and all those people I've had to do the dirty work of calling out because I did the hard work, man. In 2019 and 2020, it's not I want credit, but I did do the work. We expose a backdoor portal in a historic lawsuit, which Fucker Carlson intentionally concealed. And he acts like a martyr. So they're very clever. The swarm is very clever at mutating itself. Always some martyrdom. But they exist to drive people back into people giving up their self-respect and dignity, looking to their own back to them. And that's the principle people need to get.
1: That, and that's, in, that's one of the most important, if not the most important part of that, the savior complex, how it's creating this illusion of people that act like they're either in between or pushing back. And it's really just driving you to lean right into it. That's well, why yeah, I if, that was if, if you
0: even want to, whether you believe Christ existed or not, right. Whether, but the fundamental issue of that entire uh, journey was Christ's enemies were not the Romans. It was the Sadducees and the Pharisees who spoke all these words of God. They ultimately are the ones who crucified him because he was exposing the real devils. The real devils are the Kennedys, the Trumps, the fucker Carlson's, the Elon Musk's, and the Joe Rogan's because these people delay truth purposefully. They serve the establishment and they consciously manipulate people back into the establishment so people do not on their own terms build a bottoms up movement because history shows whenever people built these organic bottoms up movements. It always destroyed the swarm. You can look back at the 1900s, the late 1800s in U.S. history. It was when these workers movements arose bottoms up. That's when we got all the major gains in health, infrastructure, et cetera, all over the world. And in response to that, in the 1950s in the United States, the elites initially starting with this guy, Joseph McCarthy, branded all those bottoms up movements as quote unquote socialists and Marxists. And the, they had the other wing of the establishment, the left wing, take over those unions. So by the 1970s, there was no more bottoms up movements. But during 1900 to 1940, when we had real bottoms up movements, that's when the GDP grew in the United States and everyone's wages in the first two income quartiles grew. The elites do not want people like me, people like a Malcolm X, people like you bottoms up coming up. They always want us to outsource our future to douchebags like Kennedy and douchebags like Trump when they they can't do it, man. They're, they're one of them. How can a guy with a gold-plated toilet seat who charges you half a million dollars to get into Mar-a-Lago is going to say, lock her up? Come on, he didn't do anything.
1: And that's an that's an important point in general, whether RFK supporting Clinton before or Trump saying things would happen. They didn't. But yeah, I, I think it's important that people consider what people you're should I'm consider sure. their history
0: and people should yep. ask themselves yep. why they forgive these people so easily. What is their brainwashing that lets, you know, imagine some guy had a history of raping women, right? Oh, well, now he's different. This is an abuse mentality that typically codependent people have when they're with alcoholics, you say. And these people in power know this psychology they know the psychology. When Trump said, you know, I can grab any woman's pussy. I mean, think about what he's actually saying. And that's what the Kennedys are. They can rape, murder, pillage people, and they will always get away. And Kennedy still does that. I mean, his, his wife hung, himself, hung herself, and then you can read her diaries, right? So, but they will always get away because they're one. You and I spit in a cop's face. We're going to be in jail, Ryan. They can spit in a cop's face, make a phone call to a district judge, and they're out. So people yep. need to understand these people aren't one of us.
1: Right. And that's, again, I, I think it's important that people take the time, watch the link that'll include, to really understand what the swarm was. I mean, there's going to be varying opinions, but I think the overall point is very clear and important. But in interest of time, and again, I really would love to connect with you again and just focus on this bigger topic. But I think it's important that we we go into some of the different stances that you'll hold if elected president. And so I think these are important. And one of the ones that was recently put forward to Kennedy, which I think has caused a lot of rift within people that supported him, was his stance on the Palestinian Israeli situation. So, you know, if elected president, how would you deal with that? You you have
0: to understand Kennedy knows nothing about anything. He just has people telling him he's got a lot of people. He's got billionaires backing him. So he doesn't really know what he's talking about. He just reads a script. Okay. And I've seen him do this by the way. Okay. So let's talk about Palestine and Israel. We could go into a long history, which I've studied very carefully. We have to understand that the Zionist movement that started by Theodore Herzl in the 1800s uh, is independent of Judaism as a religion. People need to understand that point, okay? The second piece that people need to understand today is that, you know, why is the United States not allowing the people of Palestine, the people of, you know, Israel to have their own self-determination? In my view, the United States should stop funding Israel, get completely out of this. You know, uh, you know, I went to a very predominantly Jewish high school in my last three years. One of the things people of the Jewish race believe they're the chosen people. They're extremely bright and smart. Well, let Israel stand up on its own two feet and let the Palestinian people stand up on their own two feet. And this is a problem because the left and the right have been taking advantage of both Palestinians and Israelis. So this is a very different view. Let those people stand up on their own two feet. If you want to talk about national self-determination, which is one of the policies of uh, the UN, well, let the people of Israel and let the people of Palestine truly have self-determination. And America should completely pull out of all of this. Because if you notice, the American involvement on here has been essentially to cause, there's never been peace there, right? It creates artificial solutions, but ultimately it's about using the Jewish people and the Arab people to meet the goals of the swarm. So that's what I would do. I think it's a very different approach. Um, it is basically saying, let these people decide decide their own destiny. They want to kill themselves, great. But the United States should not be involved in this at all. Let 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 us truly support the right of the Israeli people to stand up on their own two feet, and also the Palestinian people.
1: That's It's refreshing to hear. It's important to have those distinctions. Uh, do you feel, and this will be the last point, because there's a lot to get into, but do you feel that... this is all the orient the origin of this discussion starts with an illegal occupation is that something you would agree with
0: well look the the reality is the let's be very specific again okay Mm -hmm. when if you go look at the works of Theodore Herzl do you know who he is Ryan absolutely okay so where was Herzl's first choice for Homeland
1: well, as I understand it, there was a few choice. It was five, I think, actually, right? And it was kind of a, that. that's a great point I always point yeah, out. But, it, this is very important.
0: Herzl, by the way, to people listening, was a founder of the Zionist movement. Mm-hmm. Like Marcus Garvey, you know, there was discrimination taking place of Jews in Europe. And, and by the way, many Jews were, and Jews weren't just one, you know, uh, you know, hom- homogenous group, right? There were Jews who were fighting for workers' movements there, right? And then there were these ultra- cultural nationalist Jews, which is where Herzl comes in. And Herzl's goal was to tell people, okay, we need to leave Europe, even though Jews are frankly <laughs> people who were residents of Europe and told them to get on a essentially a, quote unquote, a boat and go back to their homeland. It's very similar to what Marcus Garvey was trying to do during the, uh, you know, the movement here, uh, early stages of movement. He was telling black people, we should go back to Africa, right? And so you've always had this cultural nationalism view, which I disagree with, but Mm -hmm. but uh, Herzl's number one choice was Uganda,
1: okay? Uganda choice, yeah, choice is important right there. It wasn't some divine concept. If they're choosing between multiple places, yeah, that's what I point out. Yeah,
0: so so Uganda was the first choice, as I understand. Second, I believe, is Argentina, but it was British imperialism which said, "No, we're going to put you over here." Okay, so we have to understand. Um, And then a 4,000-year-old reference was dug up saying, oh, the Jews were here. This would be no different than someone digging up a reference and saying, oh, the people in Iceland belong in Vermont. Okay? It's absolutely nonsense. But the reality is that the Jews, the Zionist movement was wonderfully used by British imperialism. And if you actually trace everything back, one of the key centers of the swarm is British imperialism. They've started every major war. So it's not like Britain cared about the discrimination of the Jews. It's not like they cared about the Palestinian people, you know, who were in that region. Right. That was their land. And they literally created this conflict. Remember, Britain loves doing divide and rule. Look what they did to Africa. Uh, The kings of Africa owned. They had very clear boundaries. These were our regions. These were our regions. Britain came in and randomly drew, you know, uh, boundaries and created these nation states. But that was done on purpose to create a conflict so they could rape the shit out of Africa. The reason this conflict exists in between the Arabs and the Jews is because U.S. imperialism, global imperialism profits by having that conflict take place. They have no intention of ending this conflict. Right. Right. But so we well, need to well, understand said. that when you look at this, that Herzl's number one choice was not the current geographical location known as Palestine and Israel, right? It was a very different location. right? And this was right. put on them. So people need to study some history. And again, we could have a whole discussion on this, but right. uh, stupid Kennedy doesn't even know this. And if he does, he wants to appease, you know, certain elements uh, of the establishment, which want to continue to use the Arab uh, Jewish conflict for essentially profiting for, for trillions of dollars. That's what he's about. That's what the Kennedys have always been about.
1: Yeah. I, as I said, in multiple recent shows, I, I find his stance to be morally indefensible. And I think I'm glad to hear that you, you know, it's, it's refreshing to hear somebody who can acknowledge the basic facts.
0: I've been to Israel. I, you know, I've, uh, you know, I have friends from both sides. I went to a predominantly Jewish high school in my last three years of public school. And every, you know, the definite, the, the thing that was always there, I felt it was a racism, like Jews are the chosen people. And when I would mm. win every award, it was a, a lot of jealousy got created. So I have been through both sides of this equation. You know, India has, you know, India went through um, many Indians will will talk about, you know, thousands of years ago through Muslim occupation, right? And what it did to the Hindu population there. So I see both, but when it comes to this issue of Israel and Palestine, we must understand that the globalists have no intention of ever solving this. They profit from it. So my issue is, hey, A lot of smart people uh, in Israel, let them stand up on their own two feet. Why do they need funding from the United States? Why? It's unnecessary. Exactly.
1: I like what you just said, describes it, I think. But again, in the interest of time, I only have you for limited time. I want to get into a couple more important questions here. I had a few in general on foreign policy, but I think what you just said there kind of encapsulates your general stance. Um, I I guess one general question, I guess, would say, and if you generally quick answer if you could, do you think that the U.S. government should be occupying foreign nations for any reason?
0: No, look, uh, (laughs) the the United States, we have to understand, right, the reason the answer is a big no. Right. But we have to also explain that the nature of imperialist capitalism is to always expand markets. And the veneer of it is to always give some liberal imperialist view that we're doing this to bring democracy there. And again, if you look at this bastard Kennedy, did you see what he said about Ukraine and Russia? I did. Yeah, we are there for all the right reasons. So he says that with one mouth and then he attacks Biden for regime change. You see, this is the this is the snake of liberal imperialism. They want us to be there for the right reasons. Oh yeah, so if you look at Vietnam, Barry Goldwater just wanted to bomb the shit out of these yellow people. But Lyndon B Johnson, and the Kennedys wanted to be there for the right reason to stop communism spread. You see? So these people are very clever. They know how to sucker in the American public, particularly the You know the very patriotic white working class to go fight their wars under some liberal imperialism and kennedy knows exactly what he's doing he uses the word oh it's very nuanced no it's not fucking nuanced the u.s has no right to invade other countries period if they want to have a certain form of government that's their right why don't we take care of our stuff here and talk about what's going on with imperialism and its damages to the united states they do not want to talk about it because. These presidents are historically elected to to expand markets for their 600 billionaires and the swarm who fund them.
1: Exactly. Well, thank you. I think that's a great answer. My personal opinion. Let, let's shift into something else that I think is it, one of the things I was generally going to ask. And we can kind of combine these questions is, do you feel I mean, I think your, an- your answer just ex- made that quite clear, but I was going to say. What about from a moral perspective, right? That we, as you can see, as you're making clear, the, the liberal democracy is saying, well, you need to have the right stance on abortion rights or trans rights or climate change, right? And now arguing that they need to do, act with foreign policy, act kinetically to basically force these opinions. So wh- what is your stance in general on on the climate change issue? And, and should that well, be as important? Well, if you go
0: back in 2016, look, you're talking to a scientist who actually knows fluid mechanics, has, you know... When you look at climate change, um, Kennedy, by the way, is a climate change promotion scam artist. So is Elon Musk. So is Joe Rogan, all of these guys. okay? because the goal is to have every human being carbon taxed. A company just got funded two billion dollars to integrate centralized banking currencies, digital currencies with carbon tax and then merge it into social media. Right. And that's where uh, that's where Musk is headed. So if you look at Kennedy. Again, everyone should go look at this fool, this charlatan, the snake. He promoted lockdowns March of 30, uh, March uh, of 2020. Go look it up. While I was exposing Fauci, I started the fire Fauci campaign. We took down a hundred thousand plus signatures and exposed Fauci. Kennedy was promoting strict lockdowns, lockstep with Fauci. And you know why he justified it? Oh, we're going to save the climate. Now let's look at the climate. Kennedy has never solved the math problem. He doesn't know shit about, he's never engineered anything. He's never even, I don't think the guy's ever even probably litigated, okay? I've done probably have more litigation hours than he does. So this guy's a complete scam artist. But when you look at the climate issue, you have the earth, which has a certain surface temperature. You have the sun, which is 600 degrees, 6,000 degrees Kelvin. These two bodies interact and you have 340 watts per meter of energy that hits the atmosphere. 200 is reflected back. 140 watts per meter comes in. So in in the energy balance equation, that 140 watts per meter needs to be dissipated. How does that occur, Ryan? It occurs through a process called convection. Convection is no different than if you took a, you know, a hot pot of water, right? Heated it and you turned it off, you know, all that little smoke that comes up. That's how dissipation takes place. So the Earth's temperature is was predicted is, is about 15 degrees Celsius. And through a very complex set of interactions between the fluid in the atmosphere, vapor and et cetera, the water, which is another fluid, this 140 uh, watts per meter gets dissipated. Now to model that on a computer, in fact, you can get a million dollars called the millennial prize if you can model, model two turbulent fluids. We can't even model one turbulent fluid, it's an impossible solution. So all these bullshitters, call themselves climate scientists by the way there's no field called climate science it was created the field is actually radiative physics and they have claimed they've modeled this but look at those models a hundred different models and every model gives a different result of how much ice is going to melt on the arctic okay like the baskin robbins flavors one says no ice will melt the other says 100 and in between that's not science that's not evidence evidence is reproducible predictions none of them are reproducible so the ipc CC, the, you know, the swarm got together and the goal of this is to promote carbon tax, which is a tax every person on the planet, but more importantly, to track you and to make sure what are you spending? What are you doing connected to digital and connected to crypto? That is the swarm. So Kennedy will mouth shit that he's against, you know, crypto or he's against central banks, but he supported the climate change scam and he's in bed with Musk He's saying he's against censorship. Elon Musk is another douchebag. Elon Musk, where Elon Musk begins and and government ends, nobody knows. So Musk, the portal that I discovered still exists. Clayton Morris asked Musk, are you going to remove the backdoor portal to Twitter? He said, I'll look into it. He never got back. So all of these people want the individual, us working people, paying carbon tax using some formula that no one knows how it's even calculated then connected to centralized digital currencies and then monitored on your devices through social media. That's where all this is going. And they are bringing in stupid ass Kennedy, Musk, Joe Rogan and all of these people to execute this. And the only force against this is my run for president, our movement and you. It's slavery. That's where they're headed, Ryan.
1: And and to your point, the about censorship in general, as I know you're well aware, there's active censorship still taking place. They still censor what they call hate speech. And so it, well, it's very it, disingenuous it, it, for people it, it's, to it's act even, like
0: it's even more it's censorship 10.0. Look, for 20 mm-hmm. years, I used to be in the field of AI. What Musk is doing for his masters is the following. Jack Dorsey was just a complete Jack Dorsey and Gade did the obvious establishment, right? We're just, oh, we don't like you, you're gone. I was thrown off Twitter for two years for exposing the backdoor portal to Twitter. That's why, that was my crime. When Musk quote unquote put me back on, he thought I would fall in line and be so thankful. I was the only guy who who hit him. When I first got back on Twitter on December 22nd, I said, hey, I'll be your CEO. You can go look at that tweet. It got like like 20 million views, 500,000 impressions per day. And then starting that day, I never let down my principles. All these Dinesh D'Souza, uh, what's his name? James Woods. All these conservative fighters all started ass licking Musk. Go look at their tweets like he's their savior. Starting after that, I said, Elon, are you going to take down the backdoor portal? Are you going to take down the backdoor portal? And as my number of tweets went up and up demanding he take it down from December, January, February, you can see my impressions on my tweets, which means who sees my tweets went from 500,000 to 300,000 to hundred thousand and barely 5,000 views. The reason right. that swarm video got out Ryan was it probably got like hundred million views. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was because other people started sharing it independently and you can't control that. So right. unfortunately, or f- unfortunately, you know, someone trained with my background, should always sell out. And I haven't. But the good news is I've taken that knowledge. We built the movement for truth, freedom, and health. We're training leaders all over the world. Half a billion people saw us. So they can't put the genie, you know, they can't put the genie back in the bottle. We have about a half, uh, sorry, half a billion people. Half a million people are now trained in this system's understanding. That video I did, Ryan, was to really educate people that it's about you. My my run for president is about telling people you need to rise up. You need to become a leader. You need to start choosing one of your own. Have some self-respect and dignity for yourself. Look at the history of people. Look at my history. I've been a fighter all my life. It's not like I said, okay, I'm a heroin addict. Okay, to reform myself, I'm going to no- go start something to help wa- you know clean up the water. That's what these bougie people do, man. They don't care about everyday people. Everything they do is calculated for their own protection and for their own advancement.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I definitely think that a lot. There's a lot of reason to be very skeptical, and I think that that's on full display. Well, let, let's talk about one of the biggest issues that is obviously on the table that I doubt we will get any discussion of in any kind of debate or so, or so on. And this is the, even though it's a prime point for RFK is the vaccine and medical freedom in general. So obviously, if you could just do a fine point on the vaccine itself, or l- m- more specifically, mRNA vaccines and the platform direction but in general, where are your stances on, on, yeah. So, so mandatory- let, let,
0: look, yeah. So I think people need to recognize that my PhD is in a field called systems biology. I'm considered one of the leading guys in the immune system. And there, and this is not just hyperbole in 2019, I was, you know, awarded with, to deliver the distinguished lecture at the national science foundation, the prestige lecture, you can go find it; it's up online. And in that lecture in, in a room full of 200 students and engineers and scientists, I really, reflected back on the entire history of vaccines, all right? Now, the concept, so first of all, just to be very clear, when you have antigens, which are proteins and all sorts of dirt, viruses, fungi, affecting you every microsecond, Hmm. it is not that these viruses go in and they start eating you, okay? When it comes to a virus, it is your body's reaction on how it reacts that determines damage. Different viruses or antigens have particular locations they like to go to. You know, the polio virus like to go to your spine. The Ebola virus likes to go to the endothelial tissue, uh, endothelial cells, which are in your heart, okay? The viruses like corona like to go to the epithelial cells, which are in your lungs. So, you, so each virus, Brian, has a home. Does that make sense? When they go into that home, your body will have a natural immune reaction and there's a set of processes. When that immune reaction is done in a healthy way, your body doesn't freak out, you absorb it, maybe you get a little sniffle sick, and then you move on, okay? That's a natural response. But the issue I wanna let people know is, it's not this virus is eating you, as the media says. So, for centuries, thousands of years, people have known that you expose yourself to something, you build resilience, right? Um, In China and India, people used to take smallpox make the pus into a a dirt and shoot it up into people's nose. Right? So this notion of exposing you, but they didn't just expose you to one antigen, the entire thing. Variolation was a technique that the Africans developed where you cause a small abrasion and you put the pus and you get exposed. In fact, it was an African slave who introduced that technique to Washington and the troops. And that's how they protected themselves against smallpox. Okay. So the notion of exposure, your immune system reacting has been known for many, many thousands of years. It's not something new. Now, what we have to understand is that when you look at that history, the, the, the goal has been to create the artificial version of that, Ryan, right? So you keep isolating the, quote, unquote, the active ingredient. Oh, if we can just get the antigen, you say. Um, so in the case of viruses, people try to get the surface proteins. And then they try to inject it to someone versus giving people the whole, you know. Instead, think about me—not to sound disgusting, right? Instead of me, let's say I had the cold. Instead of me, I could sneeze on you, right? Or I could find the surface protein of that bacterium or virus, whatever it is, and just inject that into you. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that was what was called a vaccine. Now, in order to get it into you and make make your body react, people started having to add other adjuvants to it. Okay, to make it actually. Uh, create the immune response. But anyway, in 1915, uh, people had come to the realization that our body has two subsystems that control the immune system. One was called the innate, I-N-N-A-T, immune system, and the other was called the adaptive. And by the way, you can go look at my videos in 2019, 2020. We were educating people on this and why you should take vitamin D3, all of this, okay? Independent of uh, real immunity. Now, when you look at those two boxes, think of them as two boxes, the innate immune system, I sneeze on you, you, go, you know, this garbage goes in your eyes, your nose, and that's your first uh, response of your immune system, right? Your immune system responds with macrophages and neutrophils. And it's like the Marines, they just try to take everything out. The second phase of that immune system is called the adaptive immune system, which produces through a series of cells called T cells and B cells, very specific antibodies for that particular antigen. Does that make sense? So it's called mm-hmm. the innate and the adaptive. Now, in 1962, when Kennedy, John Kennedy, signed the 1962 Vaccination Act, that act was based on the 1915 model of the immune system. And, the, and basically the theory was, oh, okay, we're gonna short circuit the immune system and give people a jab which will elicit an antibody and boom, we're done, okay? But 1962 is an important year because 1963 is when the measles vaccine was came out. But by 1962, 98% of measles was gone. Why? Right. Because of all that infrastructure, all the water systems. And where did that come from? And this is very important to understand. And no, and a lot of the anti-vaxxers will say, see, we had all this stuff, hygiene. You're true, but where did we get the hygiene? It came from massive militant, hundreds of millions of people protesting on the streets in bottoms up movements. And they don't want that, Brian. Okay. Mm. It was a movements that delivered that forced the elites to give working people like us infrastructure, which ended up in things. But in 1962 when the Kennedy vaccination act was passed, it was based on this very rudimentary 47 year old model of the immune system. Okay. Well, between 1962 to 1986, people were reporting vaccine injuries because he adjuvents and, and remember this was a one size fits all model of medicine. Everyone gets the same vaccine, right? So people are suing the, fa- suing big pharma companies, big right, pharma so pled to the swarm, the swarm funded politicians. And again, another Kennedy's name shows up, Ted Kennedy. He was a Senate sponsor of the Senate side of the bill to support the national vaccine injury program. And it was shoved into a rider into a large budget bill with Kennedy signed. But again, a Kennedy was involved. You see, Kennedys make money off booze, they make money off vaccines and they still do. So that bill gets passed. And what did it do, Ryan? Instead of dismantling this 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act, and by the way, new science was, was coming, we were discovering that the body's much more complicated than this two box model. Instead of eliminating that CDC bureaucracy, All the bureaucracy that Fauci was involved in and others and Gallo and all these, you know, bullshitters, another Kennedy in collusion with Democrats and Republicans, they created the National Vaccine Injury Program. Please write this down. It was a Kennedy who created the National Vaccination Act and was another Kennedy who was highly instrumental protecting big pharma, Ted Kennedy, who killed a woman here in Massachusetts who got away with it, a rapist. Come on. The Kennedys get to get away with everything. And And, that- and that National Vaccine Injury Program, what did it do? Instead of peeling right. off the band-aid of the 1962 Vaccination Act, which is what I've been saying, and that's not what Booby Kennedy wants. He wants to perpetuate his family's legacy. Ted Kennedy created more bureaucracy called the Naxine, National Vaccine Injury Vaccine Courts. Right. So they 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 made sure that you cannot sue any fucking pharma company. Right. And the indemnity is $250,000, and you can only do it in a vaccine court controlled by politicians in health, under right. health and human services. So, right. so then this other fool who doesn't know shit about vaccines is backed by a guy called Mark Blacksell, who's a pharma consultant. Kennedy shows up talk, talking about thymarasol okay? He didn't know anything about it. Blacksell gave him everything, all the talking points. But what is Kennedy about? Kennedy doesn't want, look at how he talks. Go look at that video that I put out there. And there's this fool called the Chief Nerd. You know this guy?
1: Uh, Twitter, yeah, Twitter account. Mm-hmm.
0: He's a fucking shill for Kennedy. Total fucking shill. He calls himself a citizen journalist. He's a bullshitter because when I put out the facts, here's a because when I got into the movement in 2019, I was doing all my work independent of all the uh, all the Kennedys. All these wonderful mothers came running to me and said, "Dr. Shiva, thank you so much. You're the first scientist who's been involved. We've had to listen to Kennedy all day." and i was exposing the fundamentals and what i noticed kennedy doing on the ground ryan when we when i organized one of the most important militant protests in new jersey he was saying oh let's negotiate with the democrats shiva's going to screw it up for us he, you know he's organizing two powerful demonstrations well that militant protest in new jersey is why we scared the shit out of the legislators and we stopped their vaccine bill they tabled it kennedy was colluding with them so I at that point started exposing Kennedy. You look into Kennedy, let's look at him. He endorsed Hillary Clinton not once, not twice, three times. Three if times. I can interrupt
1: Dr. Shiva, I just I I know I've got limited time with you, and I really I this again, and we could reconnect. I would love to have more time and flesh this out, but I wanted to get to a couple other questions more specifically about the stance in general. What you're what you're discussing there is very important. So I hope people will take well, the well, time. To n- well, I, I'll
0: add the stance is the right. following, okay? And listen because if you've been people have been brainwashed in this pro and anti-vaccine stance. What has actually occurred over the last fifty years is children' immune systems have been completely destroyed. Are you aware of that, Ryan? Their immune Absolutely. systems don't react Absolutely. anymore. Because when I was growing up, you played in the dirt. Okay, so par- so 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 the immune system of kids is being destroyed in many ways by the fact that they they're not exposed to uh, you know natural antigens, the endocrine disruptors the chemical, yes. a whole bunch of things. It's not any one thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Nutrition, all of this. And instead of addressing that issue, they made it pro-vax, anti-vax, you see? All right, so, which I love
1: the point you made there because it's ultimately asking the government from either side to step in. And I, I love that because it's important to see the false dynamic there.
0: Yeah, so they've created, exactly, you nailed it. So what they've done is they have controlled all the factory farms, GMOs, Monsanto, again, Hillary Clinton, big Monsanto, who Kennedy endorsed three times. So what they've done is you've destroyed, I believe, by design, the health of the American people. Their immune systems are destroyed. Look, right now, I I still am a full-time working scientist. We do a lot of work on aging. The immune system and aging are like this. They're the same. You destroy the immune system, people's lifespan is going to go down. And that's what's going on right now. All right. So what they did was they destroyed the immune system. And instead of addressing that, so pharma companies said, okay, your child, Bobby, who grew up in this little, you know, uh, sterile environment. Well, if he goes out at the age of 15 and plays with stuff, he's going to have a serious immune reaction. You understand that? Because mm-hmm. they made him in an artificial environment. So for that artificial environment, they justify the creation of artificial immunity. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely, so I think it's took, a really if important you, if, point.
0: If, if you took young Joey and I took him to India in a village, he's going to fucking die, okay? He never got immunized by exposing. Or if you put him in a bunch of kids who were playing in dirt, on farms, he'd be dead. So the establishment has created artificial environments and then they give you their solution, artificial immunity, which is called the quote unquote vaccine. The, right. and so you have the Provax side, which says of course they need it. And rationally, if you do create this artificial environment, you're gonna have to, the only course is artificial immunity. And then the right. other hand, the anti-vax people want to just make this about Funding Children's Health Fund and Robert F. A. Kennedy when they don't wanna address this very important issue that, the 19, that government should never be involved in our lives. Look at Robert Kennedy, what he says. He says, I am pro-vaccine, I'm completely pro-vaccine. I had all my kids vaccinated, really? And then this is where the chief nerd and all these assholes protect him. In the next video, which I put the whole video up, he says, oh, but the CDC is so corrupt government is so corrupt i'm going to get these corrupt institutions to create safe vaccines you get where he's going this is speaking from both sides of the mouth you're telling right. me you're going to get corrupt nih to create safe vaccines right. are you fucking serious and so that's very problem. very concerning
1: for me I, right. and i think that there's, there's new directions with other scientists talking about how we could maybe mrna directions can still be utilized i'm very concerned about the whole thing look the here's whole, the
0: deal I'm probably one of the top 10 scientists in the world who understands this, Mm -hmm. who's done research on it, okay? Not created vaccines, understood the systems piece of it, because systems biology is a field that only came out in 2003. I was a first graduate at MIT, and I've given Rogan multiple options to have, when I exposed with the five papers of GMO stuff, he is part of the sham. He's like a Don King now, okay? Mm -hmm. Promoting bullshit and you, do you think billionaires really want to have a real debate on vaccines? If they did, they'd put me on. I'd expose Kennedy as a fraud and Hotez as a fraud. The real issue is we got to talk about natural immunity. It's about right. the right medicine for the right person at the right time. That's called precision and personalized medicine. That goes back thousands of years. They are doing, they're doing bullshit.
1: And choice. So I, I guess- Well, yeah, well, saying but, you know,
0: <laughs> the choice here is a very limited choice. You know, if you only have McDonald's and Burger King and you yeah, own right. McDonald's and Burger King, what fucking right. choice are you giving people? Kennedy right. eats organic food. Trump eats organic food. Sorry, he doesn't eat hamburgers all day. The bougie people get pasture-raised organic food all day long. And that's what they don't want to address. They These people want to actually kill people. How is a popular? how is a U.S. lifespan going like this since 1980? Reagan, uh, Clinton's, Bushes. The elites do not right. like you. They hate you. To Kennedy
1: use your point, like you. Trump to use your like point, you. the, what? the act of 1980s. To, to use your point, the act of 1986 forward, we saw the explosion of all these problems. Right. So, la- last question, because I know well, we you also run. see
0: the explosion of problems since Robert Kennedy got involved in the movement. When I got involved in the movement, we stopped the bills. Kennedy profits from this. He wrote the real Fauci book based on all of my stuff. Do you know when I started exposing him, Ryan? Do you know in classic? Uh, Kennedy style. He said, I was a vaccine maker. I was friends with the Clintons and I was friends with Bill Gates. I had to sue him in federal court. The scumbag kept running around. You have to understand people need to wake the fuck up. The Kennedys are a demonic family. They do not give a fuck about you. I'll invite anyone to my house. Will they invite you to Port? People need to wake the fuck up to see what's happening.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I hope anybody listening will at least take the time to consider what you're saying and research it, because I think it's important that people ask these questions. Yeah. You the last, go, the la- yeah you people should go, go ahead, to RFK go
0: rfkexpose.com. I had to do again the research to expose this guy because, you know, we're brought up in India thinking that Kennedys are the ones who saved the world. You know, when I was growing up, we saw a picture of John Kennedy in our little village home in India. And then you research, you understand that these people are PR masters. They're not our saviors. They want death and destruction for you. They do not care about you. Don't listen to their words. Look at their actions. Right. You talked about you, mRNA. Everyone coming into his home, Ryan, had to be vaccinated. And then he blames his wife. Not with any vaccine, but with the mRNA vaccine. And then he's right. talking about the Nuremberg Code. Guy's a fucking bullshitter.
1: You guys out there listening, you are your own savior. That's the important exactly. part. But last question, the WHO. And I know you have to run. I just wanted to get your last thoughts on where, you know, as, if, as president, what would you do in regard to the WHO, the great reset and where all that's going? Well, What's look, your standard?
0: If you understand the United States is the WHO, the United States is NATO, the United States is WEF, all this stuff, right? The American people, the working people of this country have the most still freedoms. We still have some remnants of the first amendment left, which Elon Musk has nearly completely annihilated in the second amendment the though the swarm of the world including the WHO all these entities and there's more than just the WHO want to essentially castrate the american working class to follow these misleaders to the not so obvious establishment so we don't exercise our rights so obviously the, the what the WHO wants to do right have this global vaccine mandate right is all lockstep and barrel It is what, you know, Musk is. That's why Musk brought in this WEF whore, okay, to run Twitter. And look at what Musk is doing right now. He's basically doing a hand job to every prime minister on the planet. Is that what he's doing? He's going everywhere. And he's basically telling them, yes, I will censor for you. I will censor for you. I will censor for you. And he has censored for them. Uh, Let me put up my SpaceX satellites. You know, give me more ability to sell electric cars here. And that is all being bargained. The working people's lives are being bargained away, our freedoms are being bargained away by few individuals a swarm. The WHO being just one part of it. What I ask people to do, Ryan, is don't get misdirected into one little piece because that's what they're doing. They want to flash things here, flash things here. The issue is we need to go to the heart of this issue. The elites, the swarm are a distributed, multiracial, very well-organized group that do not like you. And the only way out of it is we need to organize a bottoms up movement. And that movement also ha- needs to have scientific principles so you don't fail. And my life has been dedicated to doing that. If you go to Shiva for president, if you go to Truth, Freedom, Health, we've created those principles, we've created a university in some sense. but It's not just an education. It's a movement. It's a community. We all need to get educated. Otherwise, we will be enslaved. And that's what I'm running for president. It's to really inspire people to get off their butts, stop giving up your dignity and your self-respect to these a-holes. They do not give a fuck about you.
1: Yeah. Well, my, my audience hears me say something of that nature all the time. So That's I really, good. I think it's going to resonate with them. Well, it, I, any last things you want to leave us with? Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, look, you
0: know, uh, one of the things I recommend everyone do is, you know, you ha- everyone here has a unique opportunity because there's never been a movement like truth, freedom, health, go to truthfreedomhealth.com. We have an open house that we do. Uh, Ryan, every Thursdays where we can have more direct interaction. Every Thursdays, we do it at 11 a.m. EST and 8 p.m. We have people from all over the world show up, you know, vashiva.com slash orientation. Um, We have members now from, believe it or not, Antarctica, Samoa, Africa, um, New Jersey, everywhere. And the other thing I recommend people to do is support this campaign and don't ask dumb questions like, oh, can an independent win? The issue is, You have no choice but to get involved in Shiva for president. So go there, volunteer, because you will learn what is really going on on the ground. And everything we do, Ryan, is to tell people to get on the ground, interact with their neighbors, you know, in a real way. And more than likely, Kennedy is right now copying notes and watching this and going to try to mimic us.
1: Well, thank you for taking the time. And I think it's good, you know, going local and going to your neighbors and your local producers. I mean, this is what we're all talking about, man. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, you know, every, every, you know, we,
0: we've started a Truth freedom, and Health um, farmer's market and we're doing it globally. You know, nice. we it, it, our platform, Ryan, on healthcare, very simple. We teach people how to take care of the immune system. On the environment, we're doing classes every day, every other Thursdays, every six Thursdays. We teach people how to farm locally on a budget and support their local farmers. On education, we teach people systems thinking. On innovation, we're teaching kids the seven secrets of innovation. On the economy, we actually teach people what a profit and loss statement is, what is mm-hmm. cash flow, right? How you can live economically. So we're t- our movement is not about oh, when I get into president, I'm going to do this. No, we're actually doing it here and now.
1: I appreciate that. That's that's I love that. That's exactly the point is you don't need the election or the presidency in general to make these things happen. It's really up
0: to people. If people elect us, we'll just do it faster. But my view is the legislature is corrupt. corrupt, The judiciary is corrupt. The presidency is corrupt. As president, what I would do, I would do no different than I'm doing with you right now, Ryan. We would do videos every day together. We would be educated, Mm -hmm. but we would use a bully pulpit of the presidency. My view is the president is supposed to be like a sage, a wise person motivating, inspiring, and educating people. That's what the founders did. They were architects, engineers, farmers, etc. What the fuck is Kennedy? Can he do anything? He flies fucking Falcons in Malibu. That's a billionaire sport. Come on. Yeah. The end thing people need to recognize they are not one of us. They are not one of us. They are not one of us. It's time you had one of you. That's me, you and our movement.
1: Well, thank thank you. you. Very, Very refreshing and a lot to think on guys. So I hope everybody will take the time, research everything. Dr. Shiva, I appreciate it. And as always, everybody out there, question everything, come to your own conclusions. Stay vigilant.
0: Be well. Thanks, Ryan. All right, everyone. That was a live that I did with The Last Vagabond. I hope you guys enjoyed that. But the bottom line, as we put it out there, is we have to build our own bottoms up movement. So I highly recommend all of you, go to truthfreedomhealth.com and get the skills. I put everything out there, but volunteer for Sheba for President. If you wanna donate, great, but when you donate, I should give you a lot of stuff. I can't take anything for nothing, but go to shebaforpresident.com, donate, volunteer, but learn the fact that we have to build our movement. But for God's sake, do not, do not think that Trump or Kennedy or Elon Musk these billionaires give a fuck about you. Everything they do is theater, 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 because if they did give a fuck about you, they would make sure that I was in front of you all the time using their megaphones, but they don't. They're about power, profit, and control. So let's build our movement for truth, freedom, health, support Shiva for president, get involved. Let me play you my video before I go for Shiva for president and uh, let all your friends know. And by the way, like this video, share it, notify other people, comment on it because the shadow banning that I go undergo is quite severe. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low caste, untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my 7th birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, place, by anybody. Growing up I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion, in both America and India, to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter, I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians. Elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes. Black and white have hijacked America. They've printed trillions for their friends. they delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They've transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fearmongering and fake science. Lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water pushing drugs upon us making us sicker we've been sold out one set of rules for them and another for us we deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you who believes in you not them who has created a movement bottoms up for truth freedom health. i've exposed their lies at the right time Never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake signs of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the Fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for president of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough they think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file, who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people, for the working people, who are educated, organized, decentralized and fight for independence from their systems of control and that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health, to win back America. Be part of this historic movement all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Dure, the independent candidate for US president. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shiva Ire and I approve this message paid for by Dr. Shiva for president. All right everyone, I hope that was valuable. Um, I'll be doing a broadcast shortly uh, with Owen Benjamin um, uh, talking about more about the about the swarm. So please uh, join this movement. Do it for yourself, do it for your families. Those in power, the swarm, left and right, bougie and not so obvious, and obvious establishment don't give a fuck about you. And you have to use those words to describe this because until you make it that, those words reveal my distaste for these people and so should you because they are exploiting the American working people, and for that matter, all working people throughout the world. So get involved. Again, this is Dr. Shiva. Be well, be the light. Uh, go to Truth, Freedom, and Health. Like this video, share it. Uh, recognize that they their goals to make us invisible but we're already visible so let's make it even uh, let's have people power to get this out there thank you be well Be. Well.